What up, what up, what's city? what's happening? Welcome to another edition of the wrap-up, aka kicking it with the cousins, Tony on the mic. And as always, I'm joined by my mailman, your mailman, the big wheel, keep on rolling, mailman. I'm talking about Oz, the people's mailman. Oz, what's going on, brother? What's up, what's up, brother? Another week, another kicking it with the cousins episode. This is the I'm I'm looking forward to every Thursday now, bro. It's like I love hanging out with our peeps. It's just exciting. It's fun. It's off the cuff, and you know it's just fresh and new. I I love like every all day Thursday. I'm just like man, I can't wait, can't wait, and here we are. Yeah, no, it's like it's starting to become. Uh, yeah, like I know our podcast is kind of our bread and butter, but this is a whole different dynamic. So I told you yesterday, I was like. It's becoming fun. Not that it wasn't fun, but now it's like, I don't know. Like you said, like the vibe is the vibe is a real cool vibe. And it's just, you know, yeah, I I, I look forward to it as well. Cause it's yeah. we get to just a little let the hair down a little bit, you know. Yeah. It, it it's just us being us and then having people join in and commenting the hobby, just little hangout, man. Like my yeah. man over here, For sure. Mr. James Lumen. What's up, baby? How you doing? There he is, Lumen. And there's uh, cousin Steve, sweetness himself, Mr. Steve Splenda in the hizzy. Absolutely, Steve says, "What up, cousins? All good, Steve." So, listen real quick. Let's get the rundown of the show. You know, we're gonna do a uh, an episode recap. We're gonna talk about um, is this the you know, your your uh, in your opinion the perfect time to collect? A couple hobby opportunities. Uh, Oz may or may not be missing out on some speaking of opportunities, may or may not be speaking of uh, missing out on some opportunities. A little NBA all heart team, something <laughs> that he talked about, and as always, the card of the week. So let's get into it, man. So, uh, Monday's episode, another solo episode for the Cuzos, and we talked about you obviously going down to Florida, getting the autograph. Me building rainbows, a uh, little show FOMO maybe for the both of us. So just talk to me real quick. Give me a recap of, of, of everything on Monday and your thoughts on stuff we talked about and, and how you're feeling on Thursday after said episode. It was fun. It was fun. Um, just talking, recapping what I did with my daughter. That that was the main thing, man, just connecting and bonding with her. Um, and the funny thing is she came up to me yesterday and she's like, Dad, I'm like, what's up? She's like, you know, Millie's going to be uh, <laughs> in Atlanta, Georgia on June 2nd with uh, Finn Wolfhard, who plays Mike. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah, he's, she's going to make an appearance there at StrangerCon. I was like, well, they told me at Spooky Empire that this was her only U.S. appearance. So wait a minute here. And she's like, yeah. She's like, that's kind of like false advertisement. I said, yes, it is. I might have a lawsuit pending. And she's like, but besides that, do you think we could go down there? I think, you know, cause I think this time I'd be able to talk to her now, you know, I, you know, cause the first time it was just like getting used to her and not really knowing how to do it. But now I think I would be able I, I looked at her girl, you crazy. I said, you better go back upstairs and get on your hands and knees. And thank God we were able to do what we did. Okay. Here you coming back. You know, like I got money to go get another plane ticket and then go. I'm like, you crazy. <laughs> See, listen, you can go. With your mommy. So go upstairs and go tell mom to foot the bill and then you can have yeah, that. That's yeah. exactly. I said, you better go tell her something. 
<laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, like this time, all of a sudden, she's gonna, you know, all of a sudden, her maybe that would, you know, her shyness is gonna come, you know, totally go away. It's only gonna cost you like three k to get that all out. Yeah, of her. yeah. Hey, you know what? That might be if if that's what it takes, <laughs> and to bring her out of her shell, I'm, I just might have to do that. But I, I listen, unless uh, my wife comes up with some money out of her culo, that <laughs> is not happening because it's not coming from the cousin eyes. But yeah. that would be pretty, pretty decent though. Pretty cool just to meet her again because what i wanted to do was uh eddie you know, the guy that yeah. plays eddie and the girl that plays chrissy they're going to be in philadelphia coming up in june oh really yeah so debbie reached out to me she's like hey did you know about this and i was like oh no it's like philadelphia expo or something like that so they're going to be there and I, I told alexa about it and she, at first she was yeah yeah that's cool that's cool but then she saw this thing with you know 11 coming back with mike down in atlanta georgia and now she's trying to push for that so yeah. Mm. What what and real quick before what stranger con? I have no idea. I guess it's uh it's kind of like a comic con but for stranger things. Oh I guess. boy. Yeah, talk about uh talk about show FOMO. Yeah, yeah. So Ziggy, yeah, definitely set the bar way too high. Now she's acting like we can go every week to go meet a <laughs> you know, a celebrity all around the world. That uh yeah, yeah. I don't know, I'm in trouble. Yeah, that's not happening. Let me get some of these comments real quick. Cardboard Trap House, happy hundo e uno. Thank you very much. Big John is here. What's going on, Big John? Uh, yeah, man. Listen, so uh, <laughs> I just wanted to recap, too, the rainbow. We, we talked about me uh, building a rainbow and um, trying to. I'm in the midst of trying to complete another one because it's funny how these things always happen, man. It's like you yeah. get the dominoes that fall. You know, I wanted to ask you about that. So you're in the midst of doing that, and you're having a little trouble, right? A little bit, a little bit. And I don't know if, if the guy listens to the show or not. So maybe by this, it'll it'll <laughs> we'll get it kind of the ball moving. But um, <laughs> I don't I don't want to get too too far into the details because I don't want to you know make uh bring any competition my way. But uh yeah, I, I mean we we've been bouncing ideas back and forth. I'm I'm missing one card to complete a rainbow, and he happens to have he happens to have it. And um, it's just, oh, that's a, it's tough. I, I was talking to you with, with the commission. It's tough to get a deal done when you guys both collect the same player, same set or whatever. So right now, I I think we're close. But now, you know, I'm kind of, you know, I, I don't know where, where we're at because <laughs> communications have kind of stopped. Huh. So, uh, so like your last communication, did you feel that it was going to happen? I did. I did. I felt that it was. And then I just said, Hey, you know, one last time, these are the terms. Are you good? And now Nothing. we're kind of just, uh, so you got left on red. No, I didn't even get left on red. So <laughs> at least I have that. So like I said, hopefully nothing happened and everything's good. And it just, um, I have to check my phone and see if I've been left on red, but no. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's definitely, this is the first time I, I try to do a trade or a deal with, with a person who collects the same person, the player as me. And it, it is tough. It is tough. He, he even said so. He's like, look, listen, this is our guy. And I'm like, I get it. And a lot of times you might have to overpay to get the deal done. Somebody's going to overpay. Yeah. One of us is going to, it's probably going to be me. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I mean, he tried to flip the script on you. Yeah. When, <laughs> and try to collect what you had. Yeah. Once you got the one-on-one. So, yeah. 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 I was like, no, 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 that, no, no. We don't want to do that. Like, you know. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see if it gets done. Uh, you know, hopefully what we got here. So look, all right, Zach and Porter are here. Good evening. Stopping by to say hi and thank you, Zach. Appreciate you. Um, Steve Splendor's missing the commission. Yeah, I don't know where the commission's at tonight. He he might show up. He likes to show up after the after. Yeah, we he's the closer. 
Yeah, yeah. Mookie Chilson, Oz, I'm in Orlando. People here are still buzzing about your 11 auto. <laughs> <laughs> They're calling you father of the year. Oh, well, appreciate that. Shout that. out to Orlando. Here you That's go. My city. Yeah. That's my second city, baby. Yeah, it's you and it's you and Mickey Mouse around. Yeah, all day. <laughs> I appreciate it. Listen, man, talk to me about why you think this is the perfect time to to uh, collect or start building your your collection. Yeah, a lot of people right now they're in that chill zone that we talked about a few weeks ago, where it's like they're in between, uh, you know, purchases from before, and now they're looking forward to the national coming up, um, or just even with the season winding down with the NBA. Baseball is kind of like in a standstill. It's the, you know, it's not even like midseason yet. Football hasn't started yet. And, you know, hockey's just finishing up. So there's definitely opportunities out there uh, for people to go ahead and pick up some deals. And, man, there's plenty, plenty of things. If, if you're looking on, you know, just getting up on Instagram story sales or even just uh, eBay, man. I was checking eBay last night and I was like, wow. I got some decisions to make because it's like one of those things you're trying to, you want to go ahead and you want to have a nice little piggy bank set up for when you go to the national and then you can make moves there. But it's like, if you're seeing the cards and things that you want to get, regardless that you need for your PC right now, and you can get a good deal. You know, why wouldn't you do that? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, we had uh, Matthew 1956 top sky make, make a similar point a few weeks ago where, um, you know, everybody's, not everybody, because not everybody's going to the national. But we 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 live in this bubble, which actually we'll talk about later. You get, um, that we feel like everybody's going to national, and the whole. And I mean, there's going to be a lot of people there, but there's going to be a lot of people not there that yeah. collect. And um, yeah, I last year at this time I had stopped buying all like for the most part, ramping up for national because I had that really big goal in hand. This year I don't. So now I'm like I'm. There's been opportunities that have presented themselves, and I haven't let them go by. Yeah. And I'm not. Yeah. So, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Aggressive Tony. My, <laughs> yeah. man, my man, James Benoit. He says, zero chill. Bye, bye, bye. There you go. <laughs> He's got the uh, in sync going there. So yeah, bye, says, bye, bye, bye. Yeah. Would you start collecting a new young player or an active vet or retired Hall of Famer? Would I start? Let me see. New young active vet. Hmm. I would go yeah. with the retired Hall of Famer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I think uh, I mean we, we've talked about us with the uh, prospecting. That's not really our jam. Uh, me personally, I don't get hit in the fields with current players like I did. I mean, if you look at my collection, I don't have much modern. I I don't know what it is. I I can't get behind these guys. Well, you know, first of all, you know I love basketball. So if I were to get anybody of prospect, it would be in basketball. Mm -hmm. But it's like, man, it's so heartbreaking, especially with my team being the Sixers. So now it's like, I can't stand and beat. I love him but if like towards the hobby and collecting his cards, it's like, I would never touch him with a 10 foot pole. Cause it's just so nerve wracking and it's just so yeah. depressing. He goes from being MVP one week to a freaking bum the next. And it's like, man. You yeah. Know? yeah. 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 That, that's just an added, that's an added layer of, of emotions that you don't need. Yeah. Where you can just go after your, you know, your AI or whoever it is, yeah, or somebody. I'm watching new. the game just to watch it, and they lose. Okay, but yeah. if I put fifteen to two thousand dollars, or God forbid, you know, go for a, a national treasures with you know RPA and go all out, spend fifteen thirty k, and then you know one he gets a game seven, sucks ass, they lose by thirty. Now that thirty k went down to you know eight k real quick, and you're just like, Ugh. 
Yeah, that's just a kick in the nuts after they lose the game, too. Yeah. It's like, why bother? James yeah. Benoit says, everybody's looking to build up a stockpile of cash. Perfect time to buy. Flush those bigger cards out. Yeah. yeah. A year ago, I didn't I, I wasn't I didn't have that, you know, kind of vision with the hobby. Now I, I couldn't agree more. It's like, yeah, definitely for sure. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Steve Splenda, I recommend people collect the players or teams they enjoy. Don't buy to invest at this point. It's fair enough. Uh, Ziggy is selling Ziggy is selling Steve some KD cards. Uh, Monopoly, Monopoly prison at that. <laughs> yeah. And then there's some guy in Kansas City who stumbled across this podcast and just got a felt, felt a strong sense of eagle in here. There you go. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Shout out to Victory Investors, man. Yes, good, sir. good dude. He's the man. Speaking of good dudes, let's bring in a cousin Sal. Oh, cousin! What's Sal. up, guys? What's going on, brother? What's going on? Doing? The eagle, the eagles vibe has <laughs> continued on, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You guys, dog back there. Yeah, how you guys doing? Chilling, bro. What you been up to? Um, I've been busy, man. Been busy. Uh, yeah. Got a lot of stuff going on, man. So, uh, good, good stuff, though, man. You guys, I heard you talking about the national, man. I wish I could. I wish I could go to the national. Oh, man. you're not going? I can't swing it. Yeah. Be on vacation, so gotcha. I wish I wish I could, man. Next year, next year I'll meet you guys there for sure. Cool, cool. awesome. So, yeah. Sal, talk to us, man. You you are a, uh, you you've been setting up. I think now two shows in a row. The, well, yeah, I set up. I set up at the Fishtown Card Show, which was an awesome show. Those guys know how to do it right. So, if you're if you're in the in the area and the Fishtown Card Show is going on, Frank and all or uh, uh, I think his name is Chris. I I can't remember. But uh, he does a fantastic job, um, and the the place was packed all day long. So oh, yeah. it was definitely a good show. But I actually have been tr- in the works to kind of put my own show on for a while now. So oh. uh, partnering up with a few good people that I know under the radar sports and Bill Sports Cards, and we're doing uh, we rebranded. It's called the Authentic Expo. So nice. we're bringing in. We wanted to kind of focus on. This is something that we talked about before and i think what a lot of collectors are missing in the hobby is an authentic experience when you go to some of these shows you know and we're trying to look at it from the point of view of the attendee and what types of things that they would want to see and what types of things do they think could be better you know when they go to shows so you know i i I reached out to you guys and and got some you know some advice from you and thoughts because you guys go to a lot of shows so some of those things we're going to be taking into consideration if you want to open up the chat to that what are some things that you know people in the chat absolutely love about going to shows what do they think could be done better that's those are the types of things that i'm looking to get that feedback because i want this to be an experience that people walk away from saying that was an awesome show i loved it so we're going to be doing a few things a little differently um you know when it comes to the autograph guests when it comes to kind of one-on-one experiences with some of these athletes when it comes to involving the vendors in the show and running some cool specials for each individual vendor you know, highlighting them throughout the day as well. So it's, it's, you know, a little bit of a different perspective from it because I've been to a lot of shows too. So, yeah. you know, I want, I want to, I want to put on a kick-ass show. That's for sure. So no, you're going to do a great job based upon all that. And you, you already have a lot of the knowledge and the experience, especially right. dealing, getting autos all the time and dealing with athletes. So, I mean, you already have the, the yeah. ground. Yeah, I mean, 
it's you know it, it's <laughs> wheel spins and roulette for sure. <laughs> yeah, now I'm not going to be spinning any wheels. That's for sure. There will be prizes. There will be prizes throughout the day, but I'm not going to be spinning any wheels. But uh, awesome. you know, it's just you know, it's it's like I want this to be a show that I would enjoy too. You know, I'm going to be walking around. I'm going to be working the floor, talking to the vendors making sure there's anything that they need, making sure everything's going okay, and really just kind of involving the guests. We're going to have a trade night. We're going to have a trade pit, like you had suggested, you know, where people can go and, and, and uh, you know, swap cards out. And it's just going to be a fun, fun, good, uh, you know, good-hearted and good time for sure. So nice. You got to bring back the blue light special, <laughs> like Kmart back in the day. I don't know if you grew up around at Kmart. but they Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, was that like uh, you know, you get in there a certain time or yeah, every yeah. Hour so, on the hour, there's like a deal. Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So you just you got to walk around the, the the place with a blue light and then uh, at a certain <laughs> time. One, yeah. One vendor, this you know, blue light special at booth three eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. And the things going, and then the guys running some. You know, well, what whatever. was your first suggestion that you gave to me when I asked you for uh, advice on what would be? <laughs> Mine? Uh, it was somebody. I, I think it was yours. I said, uh, you know, "Oh, the trade pit thing." Th- yeah. Well, there was something before. That. Oh, I don't know. I'd have I to look back. Strippers. I don't know. I was oh, say yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Well, that, yeah. I mean, yeah, that. But the, the only thing with the only thing with that is it's probably going to eat into the vendor yeah. profit. So that, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I heard there's another. I heard there's another show in NYC that that takes care of that aspect. So uh, probably kind of be, yeah. kind of be biting off of that. So, you know, yeah, you yeah, yeah. To, to NYC. Nah, ain't, that right, yeah. ain't that right? Mr. Uh, sport car therapist. Car <laughs> therapist is here. He says Cuzzo's and uh, STM. Uh, yeah. So oh, yeah. actually dude, that, that work that ties in perfectly. Cause Oz wanted to talk about hobby opportunities, how you, how you can come into this hobby and, mm-hmm. um, and you can, really build an empire you know uh at oz go ahead take you know take take the uh the floor yeah, here, pretty... looking around the hobby landscape and a lot of these people out here and they're just taking the bull by the horns man it's it, it's like you're a perfect example sal you know you you've done this for a while and now you're just taking all the ideas and, and the experiences that you've had and you're just you know you're honing your skills and and doing something great you know you you're not only doing this but the content that you're creating you know going around and checking out man caves and i mean you got it, you know, going on from all angles. And now you're t- talking about having a show. So it's like really the sky's the limit what you could do in this hobby if you put your mind to it. And, you know, it's not rocket science. It's just a, it's, it's a matter of, you know, one, you're going to have to put in the work. It's not, you know, it's not easy. Yeah. You got to put in the work. You you got to have a good game plan. And it's about execution. And, you know, you, you just, you're just taking all the experiences that you've had from when you're a little kid and collecting and going to shows all the time and dealing with athletes and just doing all these things. And now you're just yeah. expounding on it. And I think that's pretty cool. And I just, I, I, I keep looking around, the, like I said, the hobby landscape and I'm just seeing everybody, you know, not everybody, but a lot of people just, man, doing things like, wow. So I think, I, I think part of the key to getting, if you, if you're, you know, an entrepreneur and if you got that entrepreneurial spirit, like I've always had that, you know, I've, I own my own advertising agency. I've always had, you know, things going on and ideas and I got things cooking up here. You know, like I'm always thinking what's the next thing that I could do, you know, but the number one thing that I would say for somebody who's looking to, you know, branch out or to really make a name for themselves is you really have to be, and this is kind of where the name came from is you have to be authentic, right? People see through fake people, you know, you can put on a good show, 
But if you're not genuine about what you're telling people or what you're selling or what you're putting out there to the world, people aren't going to buy it, you know? So be genuine to yourself, be true to yourself and build a network of people that are like-minded, right? So like, that's why I, I'm always, you know, down to do whatever you guys want, because like I said, you guys were some of the first people that I was introduced to when I started this a couple of years or last year, really. And I could tell right away that you guys were genuine people. You're good hearted. You're good people. So you keep those people close to you and you start to branch out and you build your network and opportunities are going to start to come to you. And it's just a matter of what you do with those opportunities and how you take advantage of them and put your game plan into action and use those resources that you've acquired over the years to make the right decisions moving forward. So that's 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 my mindset. That's my goal. But, you know, I'm always open to conversations with people. If anybody has any you know thing that they want to, you know, just brainstorm about or talk to me about, ask my opinion, I'm always available. Uh, as I'm sure you guys are too. And that's what I like about this. That's what I love about this hobby is Mm -hmm. the good people are really good people. So that's, that's the best thing about this, you know, this, this culture, I could say, I don't know how you guys feel about that, but some of the, I've met some of the best people in the world through, through collecting, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And, uh, and shout out to your, uh, if you guys haven't seen it, man, check out, uh, Sal's uh, man cave episode. The last one you just did, the guy was a uh, Montreal Expo, like super collector. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was I mean, he even had the mascot. Like bro. Super. It was I walked down there and I I couldn't I didn't know where to look. It was just unbelievable amount of items in his collect. It was set up like it was a museum. Yeah. I mean, I think that he's looking to really set it up. It could easily be a museum i mean he's got stuff that is hall of fame worthy uh, all around every corner it's unbelievable but yeah he's got two up mascots who are the mascot for the expos yeah. but it's all game used expos all yeah. game used expo stuff so he's got things from I, I showed you the clip he's got an old roberto clemente like draft card from when he was in the minors because he was drafted by the montreal expo or by the uh the Montreal Royals at the time it was. So he's got some really unique, cool stuff. But yeah, I spent a lot of time on that one because it was worth it. It was definitely worth the time to, for the editing and the filming and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah it was crazy. Over a thousand game use pieces he has. That's crazy. Yeah. So if you haven't seen the video, check out my YouTube, shameless plug. Go check out my YouTube channel, Massive Man Caves. I just posted a new episode. So yeah, definitely yeah. worth it. For sure. Um, yeah. I, you know what? I want to circle back to what Oswald, you were saying about the perfect time to collect. Mm-hmm. Talk about the uh, the hobby being uh, said. Are we uh, are we that predictable? Yeah. I mean, it's like we kind of go through the seasons the same way, like sports seasons. And it's OK. So we know now, like once the national starts coming up, we know before football starts. It, it, it's like if we just pay attention to what we were listening to on content creation, you think the national is just like one big QB convention. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just, you're going to go there and you're going to prospect on QBs and that's all there's going to be. And yet there's a whole different, you know, aspect of the hobby that they're going there because they, you know, love other stuff like vintage and all this other things. But, you know, it, it, it's like, it's almost like it's a repetitive cycle and it, and it just becomes, are we too predictable when it comes to like purchasing and buying in the hobby? And, you know, isn't, Sometimes you just got to pause and like break from that. I mean, I'm, I'm not mm. about that whole QB life, but you know, some people are the flippers and stuff like that, but 
I just find it funny, like it's the way it moves in cycles these past couple of years, just listening to the content and it just repeats and everybody's doing the same thing over and over again. And I'm just thinking, like, what is the buyer? Like, who are the buyer of these things that, you know, go to the national with the intent of just, yeah, I'm going to go QB crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, who is that? People yeah. with a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't roll like, that deep, man. I can't. Yeah, uh, I don't know, because like our, our buddy Corky, we talked about, I mean, because. So basically, you know, we have this little bubble of Instagram and content creation where we live, we as in Oz and I, we kind of, that's where we mostly hobby. Sal, you're kind of in the same bubble as well, right? So like you you hear the content and you watch the people on Instagram, but then there's this whole other aspect that like our guy, Corky, he, he, he don't like, he's not that, that QB thing is not even, I can guarantee you it's not even on his radar. He's going to national. Well, he went to national last year. It wasn't about buying NFL or NBA, you know, whatever it is. He he doesn't hobby that way. It was about digging in the the binders and and, and the and the hail mary. He's talking about the dollar boxes, stuff like that. So that it's a whole nother world, a whole nother way of hobbying, a whole nother way of thinking. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes I I think we get caught up in this whole little bubble that we're in, and I'm like, you know what? There's a lot of people that they don't even they're not even thinking of it that way at all. Like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I agree. I, I don't get caught up in that, in the, the QB craze. I, I just mm-hmm. don't. I mean, number one is too expensive and it's too much risk, you know, to, to invest in these guys. I, and they could, you know, half of these guys haven't even played a full season yet. So, you know, you're spending thousands and thousands of dollars on a, on a, a, a maybe, yeah, it could pay off, but is the risk really worth the reward? That's not for the everyday collector, man. That's, yeah. you know, I, stick to what you're familiar with. If you're, especially if you're just getting into the hobby, stick to what, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? And what you can easily not regret buying, you know, yeah. if, if something were to happen to well, it. Well, you know, but, everybody has that, that itch when mm-hmm. it comes to the hobbies, you know, not everybody, but a lot of the people that get into it, they, they just want to be in that prospecting, that gambling, trying to, you know, scratch that itch. So now, you know, when Benyama is like the big, name going out there you know there's cars that are going for twenty five hundred three thousand dollars like sports illustrated you know for kids cards like a psa 8 just sold for like 2500 bucks it's you know it's gonna be it's gonna be 50 bucks in two years yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. you know, as soon as this you know as soon as the the license stuff comes out all that stuff goes out the window so you got that stuff and then the college one where he's signing uh which i believe now they're you know fanatics was talking about getting with these athletes and not having the redemption cards, but I'm assuming like he signed the one card, but all the other cards are going to be, you know, redemptions in the, in the new pack, you know? Mm. So it's yeah. kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. The ones I like are the, the husband, <laughs> Hell Mary just said, the husband of cards. Yeah, man. That little <laughs> yeah. dude, man. His cards. Yeah. Like there's no way that those things, uh, yeah. I mean, I, is that dude making money off of that? I mean, like his cards are selling for like $250,000 in prison one or something crazy like, what, like that. What, like, what, 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 like what is the big thing? Like you know I what I mean? Know. He, he's like he's just like 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 uh, the, he's the, the personality. Of, I get. I yeah, mean, yeah. He's like their like their mascot, man. Yeah, like, but like damn, you, you know, you're gonna put that much money into that dude? Yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah. Somebody is, but yeah, that's crazy. Know. That it's all it's all a fad, man. You know, it's all the fads. People chase the the newest fads, and that's never been my style and i feel like it's never been your guys style either and that's why i feel like we get along you know because we we're on the same wavelength yeah man it's like yeah. i see all that stuff and half of the time i'm like 
do I feel like unfollowing half of these people because they're posting stuff that I don't really care about, to be honest with you. I'd rather follow the guy who's posting Mickey Mantles and Michael Jordans and, you know, and yeah. creating content that I actually feel some kind of connection to, you know, I mean, and it, it does almost kind of when you're seeing all that stuff come through, it almost like you said, you know, as you talk all the time about the FOMO, like it kind of creeps in on you a little bit. And then you're like, wait, no, I, you know, I don't, I don't want anything to do with Kenny Pickett. What the hell am I going to do with Kenny Pickett rookies? You know, I mean, so I'm not a Steelers fan. So I don't know. It's, it's all, it's all fads and people chase the fads. Yeah. It's, it's in every industry. So, well, you know, and, and the thing is the main thing they're chasing these fad fads for one reason, and that's to make a quick buck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They want to try to be the first ones to get on it early, no matter how ridiculous it is, they're going to do it because they know, they might you know, get lucky and make you know a couple thousand if, if they do it right, yeah. uh, but then somebody always ends up getting stuck holding the bag, and that and that's the the that's sad part. Yeah. I mean, people make a lot of money on it though, so I'm not I'm not knocking the people that do it. You know, yeah. I mean, don't, I, I'm not saying that it's a stupid thing to do for the people that are good at it and they make money at it. Oh, they're yeah. making a lot of money. Oh, yeah. They're smart. They're better. They're smarter than I am when it comes to stuff like that. You know, so I I have nothing against those people. I'm just saying, if you're not one of those people, then don't try so hard to be one of those people yeah. because it's going to end up biting you. That's all. Don't yeah. try to be one and be careful not to get caught up in that hype. Yeah. And end up purchasing something that you think is the next big thing. Um, yeah. And then, like I said, you end up holding the bag. So Rob's talking about the follow back redemptions. Did you hear about that? What's yeah, that? that they had talked about that early on. I mean, I, I think that's good for kids. Um, I, I could care less if, you know, my child follows me or, I mean, like Roberto Clemente Jr. That I care about. Oh, see, but, it just depends on what it is. Don't depends on what it is. Yeah. My child, I, mean, I don't care, but yeah, no, I think it's cool for kids. And real quick, there's a guy on a llama in case in Kansas city that says he heard Hasbullah can't take any money because of his, of his Islamic beliefs. So, Really? Yeah, he uh, could put it uh, in a trust or something. Yeah, like that, I mean, bro. I mean, he, he got he got some nice gear. So, um, but yeah, with the uh, follow back thing, I mean, yeah, I guess that that's kind of cool for for kids. I mean, that's totally fine. Like I said it's not. Yeah, but I think the follow back car was pulled and then it was sold for like, you know, some crazy amount of money. I'm not gonna quote what it was. I think it was something around like, you know, twenty five grand or something like that. Like it was, it was sold for a crazy amount of money because some, so you know, the older people were buying it, veterans or whatever. But. You know, like you said, I don't really care if Mike Trout follows me because he's probably not going to see anything that I post ever yeah. anyway, yeah. or well, maybe I mean, don't like it. I so. know that. Uh, so uh, sports card therapist is 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 going to be DMing LeBron at 3 a.m. at 3 a.m. asking him <laughs> if he's up. Yeah. So, uh, Hail Mary will be chasing his guy Stroud because that is his QB. Yeah, you know, Houston Texans okay. down there. Uh, let me see. Steve Splenda says it's a lane in the hobby, but unfortunately, all this hype has attracted gamblers, not collectors. That's what it is. It's, uh, it's gambling. It is gambling. That same thing with breaks. Breaking is gambling. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you got to be careful with that too. Yeah, you got to be really yeah, careful you know, with like breaks. Breaking to me, it, again, it's like a necessary evil, man, because you have all these boxes, and to get to these cards, you need those breakers to open up these boxes to get these hits that we might mm-hmm. not see because you can't afford those boxes. You know, so it gives people an, at least an opportunity, especially with cases of flawless or NT. You can get a little taste of that if you want. Um, right. yeah. But you get to see cards you never would see had, you know, if breakers weren't around. 
I enjoy watching breaks, man. I do. I, you know, and my wife will sit there and say, why are you watching some guy open cards all night long? I'm like, <laughs> it's enjoyable to me. I mean, I don't know. I mean, even if I'm not involved with the break, sometimes I'll watch it. Yeah, Tyler, just, for the same just, reason you're watching yeah, just, Friends for the 3,848th yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is something about, I mean, I don't know. It's like also... Even if like I, I was in one where he was opening up uh, Top's Heritage last night, and it was just pack after pack after pack of base, base, but eight out of nine cards in that pack in the box were all base cards. So even just the sound of them opening up the packs and shift through it, it's therapeutic for me, you know. Yeah, gotcha. I got you. Yeah, and they they just run run right through them. I mean, sometimes you don't even they just fan it out and go to the thing. Yeah, there's um, no fit in there. Yeah. Speaking of missing out on things, the people's mailman is missing out on some Allen Iverson's and Stranger Things pickups because he's a little distracted right now. Uh, <laughs> he's got multiple lanes going in, in, in the in his PC. And I think now it's like he's over here. And then he's when he's looking, you know, he's missed a couple exits on the Allen Iverson highway. Uh, Oz, what's going on, man? Now, you know, when uh, most of us, you know, we, we, we say we have like one PC. You know, so I say Alan Iverson is my PC, but then it's like an octopus. So there's many branches and legs popping out from that, you know, one PC mindset. So it's Alan Iverson, then it's Michael Jackson, and then it's He-Man, and then Stranger Things. So there'll be certain times where I get into like, okay, it's all MJ all the time. So if you look at my eBay saves, it's it'll just be all Michael Jackson. And then I got a buddy of mine that's been sliding into my DMs who's a big Allen Iverson collector. And he's been showing me a couple of his bangers that he's been picking up that are like grails for me. And then that Allen Iverson itch starts coming back. And I was like, man. So I started looking at all the AIs that I've been missing out. So it's like, you know, you, you go on these different tangents. I don't know if it's the same way for you, Sal, but, you know, do you mm -hmm. have multiple P PCs going on? And it's like you kind of get put the blinders on and you stay with one and then all of a sudden you know you look over and you're like oh what was that and then, yeah that happens to me i mean i'm always on the lookout for jordans you know what i mean I, every show i go to i'm um you know looking seeing the cases what they have in there that i don't have that i can afford but when it comes to ebay i mean ebay's sneaky too man no they'll, they'll send you if you haven't looked at something in the while they'll be like Hey, by the way, here's some Reggie White cards that you might be interested yeah. in. You know, and you're like, like, oh, oh snap. Right. <laughs> yeah. so you know, the you know, the eBay is a sneaky. Click, click here to see the results, and you're like, oh, yeah. wow. Hey, you were watching this item. It's by the way, you know, nothing's different about it. We just want to remind you that it's still here if you're interested. In it. So yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely. I mean, I collect, you know, Michael Jordan. I collect veteran eagles guys um and my my biggest thing that i collect which you might not know is uh i'm my biggest fan of the band corn so they're my all-time favorite band i've seen them like 25 times in concert met them in person everything like that so i collect ipc like corn autographs and like memorabilia from like the shows and stuff like that so i have a big corn collection which is i mean i know it's a random band and hey. you know, say what think what you like or you know what you might about them but they're my favorite band so um you know, I'm always on the lookout for autographs, uh, you know, from that band. And 
know, I know them pretty well. So people always DM me too, like, Hey, does this look legit? Or if I see, I see fake corn autographs on eBay and I'm like, I message the seller, but yo, this is trash. This is fake. You know, I do it in a nicer way, but mm -hmm. if they deny it and I'll, and then I, that's when I post it to the corn groups on Facebook saying, beware, don't buy this. It's a fake item, you know, that type of thing. So, you know, have you, have, has, have you guys ever, asked anybody else's opinion on autographs like if you weren't sure like do you have your go-to person to ask if you are on the fence about whether or not an autograph is real or not oh good question um not how do you yet. handle that situation if you're not quite sure you want to take the risk on it or you want to just let it sit or do you ask a third party that, for their opinion I, I, de I definitely would i haven't bought an autograph that hasn't been authenticated you know i, okay. I just i don't I know Oz has probably has a story um with that, but yeah, I I definitely would. I, I'd reach out, um, even with other cards or something like that, where I know mm -hmm. you know like you know, hey, what do you think of this? And by the way, were you uh before I kick it to Oz for his answer, were you at Woodstock when Corn was there? I was only like fourteen years old, so I wasn't allowed. That doesn't to mean anything. There was, there was kids there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I try. I did try to convince my parents to let me go, but unfortunately i was denied but um i watch it on i watched it on uh the the old the documentary that just came yeah. out on it i still get goosebumps when i watch that performance yeah. so yeah i was this close to going to that show i'm oh. glad i didn't because that it was cool but when it wasn't cool it wasn't cool it went downhill <laughs> real quick real yeah. quick Is that the one with the limp biscuit yes yeah. Yeah. yeah if you haven't seen that opera the the documentary yeah. It's definitely yeah. worth checking out. Oh yeah, so, that that just good. deteriorates to like <laughs> hell yeah. on earth by yeah. the end. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. This is bro. DMX is so now we're going in the whole DMX's performance at Woodstock was crazy, bro. He had the whole <laughs> crowd like it was just <laughs> insane. But as uh, you know, sourcing a crowd or, or a person or another collector for stuff like that, who, who's I'm your definitely going to need a a Millie Bobby Brown auto aficionado. Because by accident, I had uh, was going through eBay and I seen a Funko Pop that she had signed. And it was like at 20 bucks and it was like, I don't know, five minutes left. And I was like, oh, they're sleeping on this one. So it got up to like 90 bucks. I ended up purchasing it, got it in and realized I forgot totally that there was no certificate of authentication with it. So now I don't know if they, it came from Canada. Mm. So I don't know if the guy signed it himself or, or what, what's up. But the, and then when I realized when I went down uh, to Florida, she did the same thing. So she signed my Stranger Things card that I just got signed from her. But again, there was no COA with it. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking this is kind of like a pattern that's repeating. So I actually brought got the a whole, card with you. Yeah. When you met her, be like, is this your autograph? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I should have brought the Funkos. Did you, do you remember signing this? <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't have let you even nah. approach her with it they had her they had her all <laughs> they had her yeah you couldn't away. have fanny packs nothing wow yeah so um so listen fellas uh oz point oz posted a, a card of uh alan iverson and, and um i believe is it the all heart uh the, the insert or something like that and, yes um, so uh denny's cards friend of the show uh commented about something you know about Al alan iverson you know it's all heart you know whatever he'll run through a wall and all that stuff yeah, he basically bro. he said he had the biggest heart on the court definitely the starting point guard on my all heart team so i read that and i was like hmm an all heart team mm. i'm wondering tony if you were to put an all heart team together 
who would it be? And we're not talking positionless basketball. We're going with the old school point guard, shooting guard, center, small forward, power forward. Yeah. At every position, who would you go with? Gotcha. Um, point guard, definitely Allen Iverson. That's easy. Uh, you know, honorable mention to Nate Robinson, though. Given that, uh, my shooting guard would actually be. Uh, so I try to think a little bit outside the box. We took we took Jordan and Kobe out. Mm. Those are easy. You know, we can put those guys in. And so I said, Let, let's take those guys out and and try to just run run through it. So point guard Allen Iverson, shooting guard Joe Dumars. Joe nice. Dumars. Uh, if you know who Joe Dumars is, if you don't, young bucks out there, eighty nine Finals MVP. Jordan said he was the best defender he ever played against. Um, and he actually, when, when I was looking up some stuff on Joe, he, um, I forgot about this man in 1990, he scored 33 points in game three of the, uh, NBA finals. Same day his dad died. Oh yeah. Yes. Right. They didn't tell him that his dad had passed no. away after the game, oh, No, but he knew going in that, you know, he purposely told his wife, he's like, don't, don't talk to me. Don't tell me anything about it because you know, he went out and, 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 you know, had a hell of a game, mm, yeah. uh, small forward, Larry bird for me. Um, you gotta have some heart to go. I mean, that guy, you know, he looked different than everybody else when he was, you know, coming in, in the guys he was playing against and, and, um, he never backed down and gave it right. The back original Jokic gave him right. Mm. Yeah. But, but, but he would talk too. He's like, a Larry, trash talker. Yeah, Larry, Larry's <laughs> a low key killer, man. Um, power forward. Ke- uh, this was where I was kind of torn, but I went with Kevin Garnett. Um, nice. I could have went Rodman there, but I went mm-hmm. KG just because I mean, dude, KG MVP, bro. Def- I mean, intensity, crazy. Like, just you want a dude to to run through a wall. K- KG is that dude. <laughs> My center again, out of the box because you gotta have heart. Because this dude, I mean, th- he only had heart. <laughs> Sean Bradley. <laughs> Oh, the man was getting dunked on left and right and would come back and just get dunked on again and come back and get dunked on again. So you got to have a heart to at least get out. And listen, I, I mean, he had an unfortunate accent. And he, 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 yeah. uh, but, uh, yeah, Sean Bradley all Sean day. Big heart. I had season tickets, my dad, when I was growing up to the Nets. Um, and he was, uh, we, we used to see him all the time. <laughs> he was so, so huge and so goofy and like wanky. And this dude was just getting bodied everywhere, man. He was just not, <laughs> he, was, he, he thought he would be good. You would think he would be good. Somebody that size, but that's just, yeah. yep. he, he was all heart. You're right. No talent, yeah, but all, all heart. heart. <laughs> all heart. So, uh, Sal, you got it. You got a squad there. You want, do I defer to Oz? What do you want to do? Go ahead. Go ahead. You go. Okay. All right. Uh, so no Jordan, huh? No Jordan, uh, no Kobe. I would have to go point guard. I would have to go AI. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you on that one. Shooting guard, I would probably go with either Reggie Miller um, or like Dwayne Wade, maybe. Stick um, with Reggie. Reggie yeah, was all He was all – I mean, he was a killer too, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I think that he – you know, him and, him and Jordan had battles, you know what I mean? So it, it was – I, I saw him a lot growing up playing uh, small forward. I, w- I would probably go Pippen. Uh, I think Pippen would be, I mean, he, you know, with MJ, I mean, you got to have heart to play with MJ, right? Because if you weren't, if you didn't have heart, he wouldn't want you to get you kicked off the team or you weren't getting the ball. So yeah, I remember it, early in his career, he was getting those migraines because mm-hmm. he couldn't step up to the plate the way he needed to a couple of those early playoffs. And then yeah, he broke through that and then he became. Yeah. Uh, power forward. I'd probably go either Robin or Barkley. 
I'll go probably since you said Robin, I'll go Barkley. Because okay. uh, I think Barkley, you know, a guy who should have won a title but never did. It's a shame that he didn't, man. But, you know, he was all heart every game. He left it out there on the floor. You know, I mean, it was he's he was just tough as nails, that dude, man. He was a beast going up against that guy. Yeah. Um, center, I probably would go. I mean, I would probably either put maybe Shaq at center. I mean, okay. again, I mean, he was – there were times where, you know, him and Kobe obviously didn't get along, but, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> it was a Bradley yeah. pick. Um, I mean, you can't deny the, you know, the power that Shaq had and, and, you know, the heart that he had, even though he was playing, he played with a bunch of different teams, you know, day in and day out, he was, he was a threat out there. So, you know, that would probably be my top five. So. I like it. Okay. All right, Oz. All right. So I'm going to go with a couple of bad boys in my squad, Detroit bad boys and, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna switch I was it having up. before you go. I was having a hard time not picking multiple bad boys. Yeah, like, I was like, I didn't even want. To, but yeah, like you. So could my, my point squad. guard, my point guard is gonna be Isaiah Thomas. Okay, because mm. Isaiah, I don't know if y'all remember when he was basically playing with a broken ankle out yeah. there, scored like 24 in the quarter yeah. against uh, the Lakers. Uh, you know, right before the game, he gave Magic Johnson a kiss on the cheek and then yeah. proceeded to rip his heart out. Mm. <laughs> so those, those bad boys, I used to, you know. On the DL, that was my squad. <laughs> so if Rob can have multiple squads, then so can I. There you go. All right. <laughs> so Isaiah Thomas at point guard, and Allen Iverson wasn't Allen Iverson until he was put to shooting guard by Larry mm-hmm. Brown. So I mm-hmm. always consider him a shooting guard. So there'll be a small-ass team, but those two guys will fight the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. So you have Isaiah at point guard and then Allen at shooting guard. And then uh, – I'm going to put Sir Charles as small forward because he was only like six, four. Obviously growing up and watching him, you know, from coming from Auburn and and what he did and just, he wasn't, uh, he was cut off of the Olympics team by coach Bobby Knight. So he, he took that shit to heart. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then when he made it to the dream team and he's like, all right, I'm going to show you guys I belong. He was the MVP of the dream team. You know, he carried that his whole life, that chip on his shoulder. So Sir Charles had heart of all hearts, throwing people out the window and everything. (laughs) Power forward, the most tenacious rebounder to ever play the game, Dennis Rodman, the worm, Mm. unbelievable talent, nonstop motor, could guard a freaking point guard to a center, you know, whoever you wanted to, he could get, and then he would get under everybody's skin. So he was just classic for that. I love him. And then Hakeem Olajuwon for me, you know, the quiet, but, you know, when he went out there, he was going to lay it all out. He played every possession to the fullest, played defense, mm-hmm. offense, whatever you needed from Hakeem, he would do. So that's my starting five. Nice. Love it. Love it. A couple comments here. Hail Mary says Hakeem. Robert Ori. Mookie Chilson says Hakeem would uh, would fast during the playoffs and dominate. Good call. 1956 Top Sky Matthew says Beef Wennington. Absolutely. <laughs> Mr. Bill Wennington. Paul Hart out there. Ben Wallace. Uh, mm-hmm. For sure, uh, Chauncey Billups is another one. Chauncey yeah. Billups is all yeah, hard. Lots of Motown on this list. Uh, and James Benoit says Ben Wallace is my favorite. Stukes says Willis Reed. Yeah, I mean that's a uh, you know we we all know the famous story of running out of the tunnel. Yeah. Uh, so I think Sean Bradley trumps them all. But yeah. <laughs> you win. 
You win. Yeah, I mean, listen, you gotta have because it it's like all you know, he comes out, he gets dunked on, and he just listen, like, if you're gonna go Sean Bradley, then I gotta go Manute Bowl. Yeah, man, Manute. Yeah, let's talk about heart. Yeah, I mean, my man was from three all <laughs> but uh, Matthew says David Robinson. Yes. There's plenty of plenty of guys. Like I said, it's 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 tougher when you when you if you take Jordan and Kobe out mm-hmm. and you know get them out, and then you have to think outside the box a little bit. But definitely fun. Uh, Oz, let's get your guy up on here uh, if you want to message him yeah. for card. We got card of the week. Oz has got a special guest coming in for card of the week. Uh, but while, while we're waiting for for Oz's guy to come on in, um, so we're so uh, Sal. So is that is is the show that you're doing? Is that replacing the the brotherly love, or is that in addition? No. So, so the brotherly love show. I I mean I wasn't involved other than being I was a vendor okay. and a sponsor okay. of those shows. So those shows are still going on. I definitely recommend everybody still go to the brotherly love card show. Uh, it's coming up again in a couple months. I think it's in either June or July. Uh, it's in uh, Voorhees, New Jersey. Uh-huh. So Brotherly Love Card Show. And then there is all, I mean, there's a lot of card shows coming up. Uh, mine is in August 11th and 12th. So it's going to be Phillies Alumni Weekend when the Phillies are bringing, they're, they're going to be honoring the 93 NL champs. They're going to be honoring the 83 NL champs. Um, so we're, putting a show together surrounding this reunion and we're going to have 20 plus Phillies signers from all throughout the years. We're going to have 70 tables, 70 plus tables. We're going to have Friday to Friday, Saturday show. So it's a two day event. Um, it's going to be right at the airport in Philadelphia. So easy to get to location. And it's just going to be a fun time, man. It's going to be a real good time. We're going to have lots of fun throughout the day. We just announced John Cruck is our first signer. Uh, we announced Dave Hollins tonight. So if you guys want to check out, it's called the Authentic Expo. Uh, so we're on Facebook, Instagram, Authentic Expo. Um, and we're just going to be continuously posting announcements for all our signers, our Authentic Athlete Autograph signings, and uh, cool giveaways and activations that we're going to be doing leading up to the event. So that's going to be August 11th and 12th of this year. Awesome. Got to get those VIP passes for the cousins. So we'll be. Oh, yeah, all man. All you guys show there. up. You'll be, you'll be treated like royalty in that place. All all nice. Prime real that. estate up in that. Yeah, I like, and I like that. Right. It's a two day show. I like that. I like yes. that. Um, yeah. Friday, Saturday. Yeah. I like that. Um, before we move on here, Mookie says Manupo was actually a big time philanthropist, raised money for lost boys of Sudan, lots of heart. Awesome. Mm. Uh, 1956 <laughs> Tops guy. Matthew says Mitch Williams, aka Jar Jar Binks. Uh, you remember uh, that's a bad throwback to our uh, our uh, May the Fourth episode. So Mitch, listen, man. I mean, <laughs> Mitch, Mitch, you got your money's worth, man. When Mitch was on on the mound, man, it was a wild thing. I did yeah, a private man. signing with Mitch Williams a couple months ago. I remember you said, and he had some stories, man. He's 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 a great guy once you get talking to him, mm-hmm. right? But he can be very intimidating when you first meet him, right? Mm-hmm. He, he's very he seems like a very standoffish guy, but once you get him talking about baseball, yeah, he opens up. He opens up. You, to tell, you. He, you know, I used to listen to him on uh, I don't know if it was ninety four point one, you know, WIP. But right. when he would start talking, like you said, it was almost like an arrogant, cocky type. But then once he started getting he, into it, yeah. He knows his stuff, man. Yeah. He is a great analyst, great yes. analyst. And it's a shame what happened. He got blackballed by, by Major League Baseball. Um, 
but he's, you know, I'm working with him to try and, you know, get some promotions going and, and get him back on the radio and, and back into baseball. So uh, Mitch is a great guy and I've, I've done work with him and I'm hoping to do more work with him in the future for sure. So. Awesome. Awesome. Sounds good. Oh, so it's funny. So James is hiding in the chat and, he, and he's your guy. That's funny. So let's bring uh, Oz's uh, mystery tag team partner in here for a card of the week. James <laughs> Benoit, what's going on, brother? Yo, what's up? What's oh, up, good. brother? What's going on? What's up, James? So listen, I'm bringing on my man, James. He's been sliding into my DMs. He's another huge uh, Allen Iverson collector and a 90s collector. So he's been bringing all these bangers into my thing. So he, he's got me back on the AI train and uh, he, he showed me one today where I was like, bro, you're my card of the week. I'm going to live vicariously through you. So do your thing, man. Show me what you got. Show yeah. everybody the card that we're talking about. Yeah. I'm streaming from mobile right now. So I'm going to do my best to oh, you're get good. it up there. Um, you're good. Let's see. Let's see what we can hey, do. Oh, yeah. Is that, oh, hold on. There he is. is that the gold? Yeah. Yes, it's Ooh. the gold. Oh, wow. yeah, over a little bit. Yeah, there, there we go. go. So talk, talk to us what that t tell us what that is. So that is an Ultra Stars PSA eight gold print run estimated to about eighty nine. So one tenth of the base Ultra Stars, um, which is like a essentially a silver. It's not a refractor, but it's yeah. hollow foil. Yeah, so, I had that in a 10, and I ended up trading it away. Okay. And, but the gold is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, super, super tough to find. I found a buddy on the 90s Facebook group and went wild over this card. Had to have it. Moved <laughs> moved some PC stuff, which, you know, for a guy like me, normally to buy or to trade, I got to move some PC mm -hmm. stuff to kind of mm -hmm. trade up. But it yeah. A card like this, you don't you don't let sit. So nah, nah. I jumped. He showed me that today, bro. I was like, man, because <laughs> Tony, yeah. like you said, he had the one gem in ten, but it was it was a silver, right? Yeah, it was a silver. And actually, I got it in the same. Not now. I got my Dunkin' Donuts in that same group. That group is fire, bro. That oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to think. I mean, I, I'm not a like I, Facebook, all that other crap. That's not for me. But for cards, bro, all day and like it's Constant. nice. That you can just hone in on on. Like, What's the name of the group? 90s, we tell you off the air. 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to yeah. spread the word too much. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a message. All right, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll keep it hush. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I mean, if you search 90s, but uh, I mean, there's there's tons of them. I mean, we might be even two different ones, but um, 90s basketball cards or stuff like stuff yep. like that. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I actually was. It's funny you say I was sitting on the couch because I, I really don't have anything going on right now. My like I have these little sets that I'm building, but. I was like, man, I haven't looked over there in a while. And I'm like, oh, man. Because there's like yeah. some some sets that I want to, like, yeah. I need to insert things that I want that I've, I've wanted since I got back in, but they were just too expensive. And sure enough, there they are. I was like, ah, let me just get up out of here because, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah bro. That, that's, that's what we're talking about. There's just so many tangents that you can start going on. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you really got to keep focused, man, because especially – but it's tough. It's tough. You see stuff like that sliding into your DMs, and it's like, man, you start to drool. You start getting that AI fever again. And it's like, whew. yeah, you know, yeah, like, no, damn, that, that's a banger because you don't see them. I I've never seen one. I I don't know if I saw one on e eBay one time, maybe, but I haven't seen one. Not for gold. Sale. Yeah. So yeah. the guy, the guy who who sold me this card, has 
I want to say six from the set in PSA tens. Wow. So his goal in making that AI available is to trade up, build up to an MJ PSA 10. And I'm not sure the pop count on that, but that, I mean, I can't even imagine the price tag on that card. Wow. Yeah. That's actually just, uh, Sports card therapist Rob had a 90s insert uh, round table, and those guys were talking about some of those cards. And there was this one refractor where it doesn't exist, but I remember the guy saying, if, if that card existed in a Jordan, imagine what that would cost. Um, yeah. And, yeah, that was the. Um, I forget which one they were talking about. I want to say apparitions. Yes, I, apparitions. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, refractor. Those, yep, yeah. those are numbered to 100, but MJ, because of the lockout, that's was what only was. in the base tops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No chrome, no chrome on MJ. Yeah. So, oh, man, it's the ooh, that, yeah, that, that's a banger. Oz, <laughs> Congratulations, man. That's a nice thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oz is a cheater. I didn't know we could bring in tag team partner for. Hey, man, I had to bring it. He showed me that. I was like, man, there ain't nothing that I got here is going to top <laughs> that. You're, I'm living vicariously through you. Uh, it's good. Next week, I'm bringing Matthew in here. He's got a, a honus. PSA nine Honus and that's gonna be my card of the week. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, Matthew says the chain of people moving PC stuff to get into Grails is what the hobby is all about. Yeah, absolutely. That's and you know it's it's tough because you have to make those tough decisions. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of do like a a, a versus battle of <laughs> hey what what is this gonna net me in the end and think of it that way because you know it's 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 sad moving PC stuff to, you know, you slide stuff across the table. That's, mm. it's not easy to part with, but yeah, it, yeah. once a card like this comes in the mail, you're man, you yeah. drool over it for days. Yeah, <laughs> how, how was it waiting for that mail to get there? Cause I mean, you, oh man, it was, it was a relatively quick mail day. I, I bought it and he sent it priority mail. So it was, it was a two day turnaround. Oh, so nice. pretty quick. Awesome, awesome. That's cool. Matthew, you just gotta hope that uh the USPS doesn't screw it up and get it lost. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah, you just gotta hope that Oz is in your mailman because he, he can see the Iversons <laughs> through the through the packages. So he knows what they smell like. <laughs> so, uh, Matthew says those internal struggles are how you figure out what the what what really matters. Mm-hmm. So and uh Hail Mary actually, yeah, he's got an Iverson uh flare row three. I just saw he's he's gonna be building that set. Um, so that, that's awesome. Again, congrats. Uh, Sal, you got anything there for, uh, for us? Yeah. Well, it's not actually, for, so this card of, card of the week right here. So this is something that it's or not whatever actually of the week. What is it? Yeah. Whatever, whatever of the week, whatever you it's got. Not, it's not something that I bought, but it's actually one that I made. So this is, uh, an autograph cut Gary Carter Ooh. card. Nice. Um, that I got sent to me by my, I still, oh, I got to mail it out. I'm, I'm delayed on mailing it out, but I made this for my buddy, Donnie B. Uh, he sent me a Gary Carter cut and he collects, you know, he collects custom oh, yeah. art cards. So, uh, I took this autograph and I designed, you know, the, the card around it and put it together. And this thing came out. I, I'm very proud and happy with the way that this one turned out. So this is getting mailed off to my buddy, Donnie out in California. Nice. So for me, it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I wish I could keep it. So I'm, I might be in the market for another Gary Carter auto cut. So, but that's, nice. I enjoy doing that stuff, doing, taking the auto cuts and turning something that's like a little piece of paper into something that could be in somebody's PC. That's, nice. that's one of my favorite things to do. So 
Love that. I'm going to have to find me a nice little Michael Jackson cut. Pay like six thousand dollars for it, and I'm gonna have to make you, <laughs> yeah, you get it slabbed up, you know. And you, yeah, there you go. That's Best awesome. Both worlds. So fresh. Talking about mail days, fresh in the mail. Uh, this is the the part of the rainbow I'm trying to build, man. 2021 tops chrome Roberto Clemente. This is the mini diamond refractor out of seventy PSA ten pop uno. Ooh, that's got a all that little shiny there. Um, ooh, 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 very ooh. nice. Caliente. So, yeah, man, if I can get that other trade, Did I can get the whole, you know, my rainbow. Bounced. Oh, he might have, hey, James might have uh, fell out or, or jumped out. Um, But, yeah, thanks, James, for, for joining yeah. us, man. Appreciate, appreciate you, James, that. for hopping on board. That was super, super dope, man. I seen that card. I was like, wow, bro. Yeah, now he got me uh, back on the AIs. Yeah, thank you. Guys. I'll hop out here too, guys. I'll let you guys do your wrap up thing. I don't, I don't want to take up too much of your time here, but I appreciate okay. you guys letting me hop on, man, for a little bit. We're always, bro. Appreciate All you, right. brother. All we'll right, take care. We'll talk soon, man. Absolutely. All right, thanks, guys. You got it. Uh, yeah, so getting back to this, uh, Clemente, yeah, man, I, I just got this in uh, today. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's perfect timing. It's got the nice little shine. I got to post it at some point. Uh, so that's a diamond refractor yeah yeah di yeah diamond refractor out of 70 it's like it's pretty cool he's uh nice. just need so, one more man just so need one more for the whole rainbow how like how many are there oh good question it is uh you caught me off guard um so there's crap i don't have it numbers in front of me i think there's six the one on one out of five, that out of one, five, ten. I think there's like seven or eight ish that are numbered, something like that. And then, but then there are other base ones. There's Aqua, there's a, mm. all this. I actually have all those. Um, I, I just need one more, man. It's, it, it's, it's crazy because it's, it's the one that I, 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 I made a, a offer. The guy accepted it. Brother in law passes. All distracted, and then you know, it's, well, it is you know, nervous, everything so. everything happens yeah. for a reason, Tony. So when you do finally get it, it'll mm. mean that much more. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, in due sure. time, bro. Patience. Huh? Patience is the key. Oh yeah, yeah. It's on my safe search too. I mean, I look every day for it, mm -hmm. but um, it did. It, it doesn't. It three, three have come up. Two of them were way like really, really bad. Um, that it wasn't really kind of worth it. So. But uh, yeah, this is what it is, man. But uh, did I, Steve, did I tell you that uh, PSA called me back. No, I, I didn't. I didn't. You know, so let what, what's going on there? <laughs> we'll, we'll go ahead set up the. Yeah. So well, what the thing is, I asked you today with with the with the Millie Bobby Brown because I was like, you know, there, there's no certificate of authenticity, and you're like, yeah, well, I have. You were saying about you have you know, all the provenance, you have all the stuff. Although they didn't let you take a picture of her signing the card. So I asked you, I was like, well, can they, you know, you have all that stuff, but, but then again, I'm like, well, can they just, you know, authenticate it? You know, don't they have people who are experts in that stuff? So that can't they just do that on their own? So mm -hmm. what happened? So, yeah, I called a PSA. I got put on the, uh, the call queue list early. <laughs> it was around two o'clock when I called. So there was 92 callers ahead of me. So it took a little bit of while. I didn't think they were going to call me back. So right before I got here, they called back. And I was like, "Ooh, let me let me get this call." You know, I recognize the number. 
And then, uh, so I was like, listen, this is what happened, blah, blah, blah. I told him the whole thing. There was no certificate of authentication. I have all the provenance, anything that they would need. So I told him, what will I need to do? What do I need to send to make sure that this gets authenticated? He's like, nothing. He goes, we, we, we have our guys to go ahead and authenticate the autograph. They'll know, you know, whether or not that's a, a true Millie Bobby Brown auto. So you don't have to send anything. You just have to fill out that encapsulation form that you did previously. And it's as simple as that. So, you know, he just emailed me the uh, the form. I just got to print it out, fill it out, and bang, bang, uh, you know. And I was thinking, I said, I might as well uh, see if I can sneak in that Funko oh. up and uh, maybe get that, you know, just, just for that one, see if it, if it is authentic. Yeah, but here you go. Here you go throwing another loop, and then it's going to get sent to the wrong office. No, no, no. That'll be a, a separate okay. That'd be a separate thing, but I'm just thinking I might as well just see if they'll authenticate that auto and then that'll be my only Funko that I'll get, you know, slabbed up per se. I gotcha. All right. Well, yeah, I, I for some reason that popped in my head then later. I was like, yeah, you could just send it in and it is what it is. Um, so while you were doing that this week, I did my first cracking of uh, and, and it worked out well. I cracked two slabs. <laughs> And uh, there were these 1956 tops checklists. Nice. They were both slabbed up and uh, the binder continues, you know, but now we're, we're doing operations and I have a Clemente that I won that's coming uh, should be this week, if not, maybe even tomorrow. And I'll be cracking it out and it's going in the binder, man. Mm-hmm. So. so what what was that one? Is that the 1.5? Yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's an SGC 1.5, pretty decent centering. It has like a little crease in the upper left, but uh, you know, it, it, it works out well for for the binder. Hail Mary's asking, when am I getting a slabbed punch out? Um, I don't know. It's at some point. Uh, basically, with, with with that thing is uh, my goal is to get the all the cards first, and then get a. Raw, say a raw version of the game, complete in box, and then probably a graded one, and then that'll be kind of it. And then there's another piece that I want to get add to it to the little Tyson collection, and that should be should be it. But then I say that, and then something else will pop up, and I'll definitely add it to that. Um, Victor Invest, <laughs> Matthew says binder building. Victor Investment says you need to see that binder. Yeah, man. So I will actually, I'll tell you what, we'll go on a live. And we'll, you and I, uh, Sean, we can discuss the binder and uh, we can smell cards. We can do whatever you want and, you know, we'll make it happen. Because this, so actually today is the first time my wife came down here. She never comes, like, she lives, everything's up there. She comes down here and sees this. She's like, she's flicking through it, like, pretty aggressively. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, what is this? I was like, can you please just be cool? Like, it's like, yeah, I don't know what it is. Like my wife does the same thing. I'm like, if it, you know, I'll get something brand new and I'm like, phone book. yeah, I'm handling it with, you know, kid gloves. And she's like here, like all gripping it up. And what's this? Yeah. And I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Oh, and she gets all mad. I'm like, chill. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened today. Uh, no, uh, Hail Mary, this is not a top loader binder. I did see those. Uh, those are pretty cool. Uh, but I don't, I don't, I don't think it holds as many. I mean, no, this let is. Me, let me grab mine real quick. Go ahead. This is 340 cards here. So yeah, you know, like I said, she, you know, she comes through and it was uh, very aggressively paging through it, like some of the. Uh, yeah, exactly. I was like, that's exactly. I said, yo, just chill out. Like, 
she she you know flicking through it and some of the cards were like starting to come out of the the sleeves here and i'm like uh that's not kind of how you treat this you know so but um yeah so there it is sean i'll i'll definitely uh get you hooked up and we'll we'll do some kind of live or something like that because I, I it's I, I would like to page through it and there's a lot of good baseball names through here man some of these guys and and there are some others that uh that i've yet to collect that um that i'm, I'm excited to see because when you look at the the checklist and you see the the names of some of these guys you're like geez so so what, what do you what do you got there Oz? oh, oh, oh. <laughs> let's see that's Oz's binder. And Steve says that just means we're going to have to go through their makeup bags now. <laughs> so, oh, look at that. What are we looking at? We're looking at 1970s. Let me see. I don't even know what this is. I forget. Give me give me some of the names of those guys because some of them guys got we really got, uh, Oh, these are all coaches. I forgot about this. This is my first page. Like, oh, if you okay. can, can you see it? Yeah, I like how the coaches are in. Uh, oh, okay. They're coaches now. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yep. Yeah, so you got Don Nelson there. So we got Don Nelson, Reggie Theus was a coach at one time, Matt Gukas, Jerry Sloan, Rick Adelman. Um, who else? Mike Dunleavy. <laughs> That's cool, man, to see those guys back back in those days. Um, yeah, dude, like the bind, Binder Gang, hashtag Binder Gang is a thing, man. Yeah, and then these so. are just like the little. Okay, so you have like the uh, 83. Uh, okay. 81, yeah. Oh, 81? Oh yeah, I'm talking about 83, 81. That's that's cool, man. Now, so you don't have I have a Mayo Smith manager Philadelphia Phillies. This is something that uh I'll show you. Put this up on the screen so you guys can see. But I mean, look at this guy. He's <laughs> it's a weird pose. That that's him. You know, obviously, you know that you would think it's third base. You know, putting the stop sign up to have the runner, or either that, or he's pissed off at some kind of umpire. So. You want to see something um, cool? Yeah, man. Go ahead. What do you got there? What are we looking at? Oh, so you got the dream team? Yep. Nice. Dude, collecting those dream team cards, like I I mean, we didn't know anything about that being junk back then. And I don't think I don't see that as junk at all. No. But you know, but the yeah, you know, it was super overproduced. But I mean, like I, that was cool. Like, I I only ever had two of the it didn't it's still Barcelona. I had I had the the two end pieces, I didn't have the middle one. And then so, here is uh, Basketball Heroes, Upper Deck, all Jerry West. I don't know if you can see that. Oh, nice. That's, That's cool. That's a whole subset yeah, of Jerry, Jerry West. West. Nice. So apparently my guy Mayo is about 80 years old, and he was also a Tigers uh, skipper at one point. So, dude, there's so much history looking through these things. Like that's a, like see see how you are now like that's you don't get that with with uh you know when when you buy a slab and you put it I mean I I collect them all but but the way that these binders these old school stuff it is like I said it's a different way to hobby and I, I love I love the way it, uh, rookie Ooh. that's awesome <laughs> so binder gang hashtag binder gang man so listen man let's wrap it up another Thursday appreciate appreciate you guys joining us as always the chat. Kudos to all you guys. Big tip of the hat. It's always fun seeing that. Oh, little Magic Johnson. Look at you. Save that for next week. Save oh, that. For, yeah, that's yeah. a shiny, shiny binder. Yeah, we got to talk about the shiny binder next week. We're going to have to make that a segment. Oz's binder of the week. See that? Everybody's <laughs> sleeping thinking Oz don't got the binders. I got binders upon binders, baby. <laughs> don't let me get my Disney Cockle Wild binder either. 
Oh boy. And you got that, uh, that other Disney stuff is, is coming up. So listen, man. So let's wrap it up real quick. Uh, great show. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate you. Um, Hail Mary says they had those USA team seat team sets from the Texaco gas stations back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, Stukes, absolutely, man. Appreciate you joining us. <laughs> Matthew says the binder show off is the peak of the show. Yeah, <laughs> I only have one binder. I mean, I don't know. We'll Better see. Step your game up, ho. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> it's um. Listen, when I went into that '90s Facebook group today, that's exactly what I got right up out of there because it was all this binder material. <laughs> I was like, nope, 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 nope. Let me get up out of here, man. That real, was uh... real quick recap of the game: Boston Celtics won one ten ninety seven. Game series is now three two. What do you think? Call it now. Uh, Who's winning it? Boston. Uh, hmm. Um. Um. Good question. Man, at this point, Boston has all the momentum. It'd be hard to say no. Um, I, I think Cinderella might be turning, uh, or the, the might be turning into a pumpkin. Man, Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> Jalen Brown said, "Don't let us win one. Yeah, let I'm, us I'm win one. It's over." I, mean, I guess I'm a prisoner of the moment right now, and I might say that you know the Celtics. So, I guess as we'll much see. as I hate them bastards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <sighs> I'm still believe. I'm a believer in Hemi. I think he got one more in him. He might go to seven. But they gotta have at least one in them. Come on, Hemi. <laughs> so Steve Splinter says Boston in seven. There you go. Hero is cleared for play. Ah, it might be too little, too late, but we'll no, see. It's never too late for a hero, baby. Yeah, that's true. So, all right, brother. That's all we got for today. Um, check us out on Monday. We got a nice little episode on Monday. Um, little, uh, little tag team action. Yes, sir. Yeah. Another up and coming duo. In yeah. the hobby, yeah, they're, they're on their way to five million followers after they come on our show. Yeah, you know how that goes. So hey, we got we to get blessed in the hobby. Once yes, they get sir. that blessing from the cousins, then <laughs> it's on to the break of dawn. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Steve is hoping Miami for Joker's sake. Yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Joker. Listen, at this point, you know. Oh, bro. Tip of the hat. I was listening to uh, what? what's that? Uh, shoot, it's coming. The the podcast, the card, G Willikers with Card Collector too. Okay, yeah. What what are they called? Card talk. Card talk. Jesus Christ. Anyway, mm-hmm. I, I was listening to Card Talk, and the Jokic talk was unbelievable. If you let those three guys tell it, Jokic is the greatest player to ever play the game of basketball. I almost threw up in my mouth a couple times. Um, you know, listen, he's great. But God damn it, he's not the best ever. Everybody just let's bring it down yeah. just a hey, little bit. Uh, hey, you know, there's a, it's a, it, there's a bit of an age gap there. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, he's, so. he's, the best, he's the best ever I've seen. <laughs> well, so I mean, if, you, if you've only been here, if you only been here for a few. 25 you know, years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you can only, hey, and that's not there. You know, you can only judge him what, what you see. So it's all. Yeah. Steve, oh, Steve Splint is right. Yeah. That's the first time they mentioned Joker. And now all of a sudden. He's like the greatest thing since sliced bread. First time they mentioned him on the pod. Like, get out of here, man. <laughs> uh, there you go. So listen, man. That's all we got. Take us home, brother. Well, we're going to end this like we always do. And that is keep focused, keep positive, and keep collecting. Hey, yo, Tone, bring the beat back.